0: Hello folks, welcome to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher again with you this morning, looking outside at the weather. It is beautiful. We're right here toward the end of December, and Christmas is right around the corner. We want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. I also want to give a shout-out to our friends at Daytona Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram for their loyal support through the years particularly our driver, Mr. Daniel Dye, who's competing uh, full-time this year in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series and running some select Xfinity Series races. This is going to be awesome. And you know what? We're right around the corner from the Daytona 500 and all the the uh, fun things that we're going to have happening. Got my good friend with me, Mr. Lauren Zucchini. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for having me again. I yeah. think this is
1: a uh what, a sixth or seventh appearance?
0: I know. It is just uh, <laughs> amazing that you came all the way over here from the beautiful town of Orlando to, right. to see us today. Thanks for coming in.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah. it. We've been friends for how many years? Oh,. Well, I've been in the business 17 years, so probably about 17 years. 17 years. years.
0: Yeah. Gosh, we worked together with uh, with UMA for a lot of time. And so, Well, listen, before we get into all those details, which we want to learn more about what you're doing now and how it's going to benefit the people of America and
1: beyond, I understand, uh, I want to hear a little bit more about your background. Laura, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so I'm a Yenzer for my uh, fellow uh, Pittsburgh uh, folks out there. Uh grew up there till I was... Uh, Sixteen, and then uh, we left and moved to Ponte Vedra Beach for a couple years, and then uh, I left Ponte Vedra Beach and came to Winter Park, Florida, and uh, now I live in Oviedo, right outside of Orlando. Um, it's kind of funny because I feel like I've lived in Pittsburgh more uh my the most of my whole life but uh, it's actually been florida i think for, for quite a while now <laughs> so i guess i'm uh, more of a native floridian than uh, i am a, a yinzer now at this point yeah for sure so you live in pontevedra that's a beautiful town there it, it is yeah we live right in marsh landing across from from uh, sawgrass gosh that's beautiful
0: country up there and it's growing like crazy isn't it?
1: it it is yeah i um i remember going to fccj when i left uh um uh, nice high school and it was just, you know, cow pastures, and, and now they have a huge, like, strip mall up there. It's changed completely. Yeah, it's nowhere near the same. Even the little drawbridge um, over there when we were leaving school and uh, Palm Valley, like, that's completely different now. Uh, yeah, it doesn't even look anywhere remotely the same when I was up there.
0: You know, we, we talk about this often. It, it, they, they just need to shut down I-95 going north because no one's going north. Man, everybody's coming to Florida. <laughs> That's right. It's crazy. You know, see some of these, uh, I'm sure on the way in here, you see some of these new properties going up, these, these uh, apartments and stuff. I'm thinking, wow, where are all these people and where are they working? Are they working? Where are these guys? I think a lot of the folks are working in the solar business. Where so I'd like to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a it's a it's a great business for sure. So, what got you involved in uh, renewable energy?
1: That's a great question, Bill. Um, most people don't know this. I, I think I might have mentioned on a previous radio show uh, with your listeners. Uh, I was born on Earth Day, actually, um, and I was an environmental studies major. And I just so happened to cross paths with uh, Victor Ayal, our old CEO at UMA. My mom was his uh, real estate agent. And um, I had done sales before, and, and she said Victor was looking for somebody to help launch uh, his solar hot water line, which back then that was uh, so lean. And so I, uh, I pursued the opportunity, and Victor, Victor uh, gave me that opportunity, and I can't thank him enough for that because that has led to – uh, my 17-year career in the, the solar business now, so uh, because of Victor giving me a, an opportunity and, and me doing the most with that opportunity, I, I've had a uh, good career in the solar business, and, and I hope to retire in the solar business in the future. I, I don't want to work in another industry. Well, you're too young for that, so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we all love Victor.
0: What a great guy, and he really had the foresight to see solar take off, and boy, did did it forever. It did. So talk a little bit about that. I mean, he brought, really, Helicole into the United States way back when. We were one of the first dealers here. That's right. Uh, And that was specifically for solar pool heating. And I guess people out there say, well, pool heating? Why would you need pool heating in Florida? Well, you know what? If you don't have a pool heating in Florida you got about three months you can enjoy the pool,
1: right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah that is true. Uh, th- there's a funny story about that I heard, and you probably know it better than I do, Bill, about Victor. But he had uh, brought the f- one of the first uh, solar pool panels out-, out of the McGinn factory, Helico, to Roger and Dana. And they hooked it up to a truck and pulled it apart, and it didn't break. That was the story I heard. I don't know how true that is, but uh, they were impressed. And that led to a relationship between Victor and uh, United Marketing Associates, which today is now UMA Solar. I think the truck
0: broke, actually. They were, <laughs> <laughs> they were pulling out the transmission valve of the truck. No, it was bulletproof. In fact, I think, I'm pretty sure that, that we in, installed the first commercial helical system in the United States right up here in Ormond Beach. It was at a, a uh, RV park. And, uh, boy, i tell you what. That, that was an awesome system, but the thing that I really respected the most about Victor is, is he would listen to his customers, not only his dealers, but the customers also, and they thought, you know, there's there's a better way
1: of doing this. Let's make improvements, and he did the improvements. He did, yes. He, 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 uh, he definitely had great active listening skills, and the other thing I, I think that was important about Victor is he had a great sense of humor, too. He would always start out all of his uh, speeches with a a joke, and uh, I learned that from him. So I try to, you know, uh, say a couple jokes here and there, but uh, I can't fill his boots. He did a much better job.
0: (laughs) Well, Victor was also very generous and very gracious. He would take his dealers on trips, and uh, I think we, we all had a chance to visit Israel, which was like an awesome experience. Correct. We were just chatting about that, and the people there—they're so gracious and warm. And I—I I, I don't know. I have a hard time getting used to the food, though. I mean, it's just a little bit different, you
1: know. That, that's funny you mentioned that because Bob Z and I had the same problem. Uh, Bob's a relic, another uh, original Healy Coal dealer down in uh, Southeast Florida. Um, Bob and I—we were. We ended up bringing beef jerky to the uh, factory because we were jonesing for meat the whole time. Uh, so, yes. <laughs> I remember one of the uh, events he took us on was a, a camel ride.
0: Oh, my God. Well, I'll tell you what. Folks, if you ever have a chance to do it, by all means don't. <laughs> they have a wooden saddle. i never forget this thing. I get up and it's about 10 feet in the air to start with, and you're sitting on this wooden saddle. Well, these the, the way these things walk is really weird. It's it's they it's not like a horse that just it, it walks a little bit then it stumbles and you know, all like that. I was so glad to get out of that thing.
1: Did you did you ride one of them? I had a chance to ride a camel on the Mount of Olives, but the two um, the two gentlemen that were there that were in charge of the camel or we thought were in charge of the camel started fighting, uh, so I didn't have a chance to ride the camel. <laughs> Well, remember that commercial, walk a for a camel, not me. I wouldn't go
0: two feet, honest. I mean, I, I respect it because they get out there. I mean, just think about walking across the desert and not having anything to drink for about a month. <laughs> That'll, that makes me thirsty right now. It does. <laughs> yeah, you want to tap into those humps they have back there <laughs> with a straw or something. Maybe that's it. Maybe they'll fill those humps up, you know. Boy, oh, boy. And I think we had a chance to go to, to the uh, aviation Uh, It was a
1: museum out there, too. They had a bunch of different planes. Correct, yeah. And Victor was the, as I understand it, you you probably know the story better, but I think he was the command center pilot for the Operation Thunderbolt, uh, which was they did the movie, Raid on Entebbe. Anyone that remembers that? Uh, When Idi Amin um, had the hostages and... They rescued them. I think Victor was the was the pilot on the command center plane. Wow, that's at the time. something. Yeah. yeah, he was
0: flying uh, a Geisters, I think was the name of the plane. <laughs> Took me a while to learn how to say that right. <laughs> Victor had to correct me a few times, but yeah, it was just the history over there is just just amazing. And uh, you know, God bless the people over there. Yes, you know, it's God a bless very, them. Very very difficult time for them, but we're all. We're all keeping our thoughts and prayers for sure. So now, so we go to UMA, and then you were kind of the guy when it came to solar thermal, not only pool but hot water. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was a great time. I learned a lot from my mentor, uh, Bob Z. He taught me all the different hydraulic uh, calculations and engineering. Um, we were making flat plate uh, glaze collectors, solene collectors, um, And uh, I I learned a tremendous amount during that time. Um, I started out as a regional rep, and I rotated around the U.S., so I think I covered every geographic area at some point as a regional rep, from the Northeast to the Pacific Northwest to the Southwest to the Midwest to the Southeast. And then uh, Victor felt like it was time for me to move up, and he gave me an opportunity to be the um, director of sales. So I proceeded to do that, and then... uh, I, th- I think I was in charge of up to 12 reps at one point, and we had the Home Depot program we were, we're running at the time, their sf i program, allowing our dealers to go into the Home Depot stores and sell solar thermal products. And uh, that was about eight and a half years, I think, in that role. And then, um, then it was time to move on because I needed to – I felt like I wanted to get contracting experience. I felt like contractors would take me a bit more serious if I understood uh, what they went through. And um so I became a general manager of everything solar in Orlando and did about did that role for about a year. And then um then I wanted to get into manufacturing on the inverter side and I went to Solar Edge for about a year and three months and then uh back into distribution at Soligent for two and a half years and then uh now I'm over at Helene. Wow man, you have you you have got a uh a wealth of experience with all of the
0: things are going back to if you don't mind going back to the solar thermal thing because we've always been and probably always will be advocates of that correct so, oh, heating water for the home talk a little bit about that
1: it's the most efficient way to heat your water is uh solar water heating solar pool heating uh typically a solar electric panel you know today they're around 20 22 percent efficient um and i'm going back i'm dating myself looking at the trying to remember all the srcc various certification data and numbers uh but i believe the solar pool heating was like around 85 percent efficient and i think solar thermal was uh, right about 80 percent or slightly lower depending on if you had to have a heat exchanger you know for up north uh, but still that's that's you know significantly more efficient than uh heating water with solar electric that's definitely the way to go correct less
0: expensive initially too um, great combination we we always uh, try to package these units where you have solar watering along with the solar electric it just makes for a perfect uh a perfect combo for that's sure. right so now you're over in helene
1: which is a very well-known name uh, internationally and where are they based uh we are based in uh saint marie uh canada and we do have a factory in minnesota we've been running for uh five years now helene's been around for 13 years When I was director of sales at UMA, we actually brought in the Helene modules, um, and I'd seen them persevere over the years, and and Martine, um, our president, uh, is a class act. And Angela I knew for a long time, who's one of their top reps in in Canada and handles the Midwest, and I felt like they were the next uh, fit of what I was missing in my career. So I was a little weak on the utility commercial side, and, and that's why I wanted to get more proficient in that area. I felt like that was the last area that I was missing Um, in my experience and so i felt like helene was was the right fit uh especially in in today's um, climate and uh yeah it's great that we're manufacturing solar electric modules with the highest domestic content of any manufacturer in minnesota right now and uh, it was interesting i actually found out uh from folks at helene that we provided the solar modules for the early uh, batches of the starlink satellites no kidding yes Wow. So yeah. they're up in
0: space right now? They are, yes. I thought I saw one the other night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that little
0: flying through the sky, uh, blocking your telescope. But, you know, that that is important. Uh, it is very significant because you think that People say, well, solar is relatively new. You think, what? You know? <laughs> but remember Bell Labs? Yes. And in, uh, the, the initial solar modules that went up. there; Those things are still working today. That was back in the 50s. So that was, what, 70? Something years ago?
1: Quite a while, yes. So, and,
0: so you were, you're were you up at the Starlink. So do you get special consideration from Elon uh,
1: cost-wise? Or? I, I don't. In, in Elon, I do have a Starlink system at my house in uh, Florida. But, no, there's no uh, special considerations. But um, I, what I do, would say, though, is, I mean, if it can operate in the extremes of space, I think that's a negative 250 degrees Fahrenheit up to positive 250 degrees. Oh, then I would God. say... They're probably pretty well-suited to handle uh, down here on Earth uh, producing energy. Gosh, you know
0: what? A couple of weeks ago, we had uh, an astronaut friend of ours on here talking about space and what's going on out there in the solar modules. It's just so, so cool. So the Starlink, if you've got a link, I think you should get, like, a discount on X or something now, right? Uh, <laughs> on the social media.
1: <laughs> they upped my rates, actually. I think it's, oh, like, 120 oh. a month now. And they said once your area is, like, fully ready to go. They might drop it, but uh, they did that for other folks. I think they dropped their monthly fee to $90. But, uh, yeah, I'm not there yet. Oh, okay, we're working on <laughs> But uh, Supposedly with Starship, uh, he'll be able to launch, I think, 500-some satellites at a time uh, if they can get that into orbit here on the on the next couple goes. And uh, the, I think they're only launching about 21 V2 satellites per Falcon rocket now. So that's wow. significantly more. And I think they have 5,000-something satellites currently in orbit. So, Ten launches, they could basically have everything they have now in in space. You know what's really, really interesting
0: is the, the first the first thing I can remember about space was uh, the TV show Superman, and I was just glued to the TV when that came on, and he had that blue shirt and the big acid. You see those planets going around. That's the first time I thought, man, look at that. So now I'm thinking, well, all this stuff floating around in space, how are you going to miss that? So there are ways that these these uh, spaceships actually have a way of missing. They, they could predict when something's coming at them mm-hmm. and they can miss them. That's amazing, isn't it? It
1: is, yes. yeah. You can't even do that on I-4. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, I- I-4, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. That's a, the, the most dangerous stretch of highway. I think well, the, the
1: worst section is, I think, when you're coming back from Tampa, that 27 up to uh, 417, it's always like a 10-mile traffic jam. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that, that the ones that aren't stopped in traffic are doing 100. I think we should have Elon send some of his engineers to uh, help fix that portion of I 4. I think so. Full will send side of Elon, if you're listening, give us a call.
0: We're here for you. Folks, we're up to give us a short break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If somebody knocks on your door or a telemarketer's on your phone, you know it's not us. Hi, folks. This is Bill Gallagher with SolarFit. If you've been thinking about solar, we want you to knock on our door or call us. SolarFit's been a part of this community for over 47 years, and our customers love us. Couldn't say it if it wasn't true. Now's the time to go solar for your home or business. Give us a call at 445-7606. SolarFit your life and set yourself
1: free with the sun's free energy.
0: Hi, folks. Welcome back to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher. I'm here with my friend, Lauren Zucconi. Lauren, before the break, you did an excellent job of bringing us up to speed. We talked about solar thermal for the pool, solar thermal for heating the water at home. Uh, Now we're going to talk about solar power, which to me is the closest thing to magic ever. Talk about how that works.
1: Yeah, great question, Bill. Um, So essentially the way it works is you have the sunlight, uh, and you have photons there, and they hit the uh, silicon crystal, which is packed with electrons, and those electrons then uh, go to the bus bars, uh, and they all combine together, and that, that makes its way towards your house. Wow. Or onto the grid, depending if you're uh, consuming uh, less than you're producing, then it would go onto the grid, and your immediate neighbors would benefit. So that's pretty darn cool. So, what's the cost of the fuel? The cost of the fuel, well, I guess, I, it's hard for me to say, but you'd have to, mi- the. well, the sun is free, free. but yes, yeah, free. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking in terms of, like, mining everything and and all that. Oh, well, the sun uh, comes up and it's free. Correct, it's so correct. Oh, cool.
0: man. So what other sources of, uh, what are the main sources of power here in Florida? We have natural gas, right? Correct, nuclear. Yep, got some, yeah. Uh, so natural gas.
1: Probably that's some coal some, still.
0: Yep, a little bit of coal. That's. Uh, so what do we do is we imports the natural gas right doesn't come here in Florida and we take it over to the mill and we set it on fire and, you know and then we burn the, well and eventually it gets to the power plant that the power plant sends it through grid lines over to our home to the transformer into our home it seems like that was a great way of doing it back in the early 40s but now when you can produce power on your roof it seems like God it's still kind of antiquated isn't it
1: it is yes I, it's it's funny we're talking about this because i just had this discussion with my son last night he's 11 and a half and um he he was just asking me in general about my career and everything and i'd spent most of my career on the residential and like commercial side Uh, and so he was asking me about these utility scale projects and community solar and how it works with the utility companies and uh, you know he couldn't wrap his mind around why would somebody pay more money to get energy that they can't even get from a farm that might be 20 miles away uh, from the utility company. And I said, I, I don't know, son, I can't really answer that. But that's what they're doing. They're putting up, you know, five megawatt farms. You know, they're telling people you can pay extra and have clean energy uh, from the utility uh, uh, community solar farm. And uh, you're never going to see a drop of energy if you live far enough away. So I look at that as a bit of uh, greenwashing. And I, I think the main reason I'm in the business is, is for saving money number one right that's the number one reason but number two is to help people become more independent and I feel that rooftop solar helps uh, helps towards that goal of becoming more independent
0: yeah that's a that's a great answer and that's one of the things that's always driven me in this business too is, you know, where, where, where I grew up, people were pretty stubborn, independent people. You know, they'd say, "Well, let me show you how to uh, get down the rapids," and just say, "Stand aside, <laughs> I'm going down the rapids by myself." That's just the way we were. Well, let's help you up the mountain. No, I'm going to help myself up the mountain. I'll let you know when I get there. So that's that kind of stubborn independence is flowing through the veins of a lot of people, particularly with what's happening in the, around the world today and being able to produce your own energy on your roof and have that savings go directly into your pocket, that's pretty compelling.
1: Very compelling. And and that's why you and myself have, have done it. Uh, I, I've had a solar electric system, solar hot water system, solar pool system. I mean, I, I believe in everything that I do. I, I've been driving an EV for seven years that's powered from the solar system. Um, my wife has one, too. So we we say... What we're going to do, and we, and we we do that with action. I mean, we we, um, we use all the equipment and believe in it. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to use you as an example, Lauren. Okay, so this Lauren has no electric bill. He's got no gas bill. I mean, think about the amount of money you're saving, and when it gets time to retire, you don't have to worry about de- de- determining if you've got enough money for uh, uh, your medicine or if you want to take your— Vacation, You've got plenty of money there, and it was all because you made a decision early on in life to, to make a difference.
1: It's funny. I actually have uh, – I like to geek out and, and put a lot of my uh, numbers in Excel sheets and everything. And, and I'm looking here, and, you know, between the electric cars and the solar, it's about $7,300 a year is what I'm wow. saving. Yeah. And I just recalculated that for the cost of energy about a couple months ago, but it's about 7300 bucks all said and done.
0: Wow. You know, that is amazing. That is just amazing. When you share those numbers with people, it's just, uh, they may say, well, but that is exactly what's happening. You know, something that we all talk about, and we're seeing really, really huge increases in utility costs. I mean, I, uh, th- I, maybe six years ago, a utility was $0.12 cents a kilowatt. It's now $0.20 cents a kilowatt, almost doubled Correct. That is like crazy. Okay, so where is it going from there? And then you you get to the point, well, what if it continued that trend? Or what if it was just half that trend? What if it was a quarter of that trend? What's going to happen five years from now where my electric bill, which was $290, is now $490? Where does that money come from? Right, so if I have if I have to pay $490 for an electric bill, I have to make $600, pay taxes on it, to have enough disposable income to pay for my electric, or I could just do what. You did, Lauren, and solar power my house. Have a little car that I charge. It's like, maybe, how common sense is that?
1: It's pretty common sense, but like my grandmother used to say, common sense isn't that common. <laughs> it's <laughs> uncommon sense. <laughs>
0: right. Well, anyway, let's talk a little bit about Helene because uh, you know I'm very familiar with it because uh, your, uh, when you were working with UMA, it was part, part of the product market. But talk
1: about Helene. So uh, Helene's been around for, uh, once we hit January, it's going to be 14 years now. Um, it was uh, founded by Martine, uh, who is our president, and uh, we opened a factory in Minnesota about five years ago. We we have the highest domestic content in our modules, which is important for commercial projects and the extra 10% adder. Um, we even do NDAs with customers and open the books and show the, the costs, so that way their um, army of uh, attorneys and CPAs can – feel confident uh, that they would be eligible for the extra 10% adder, so instead of 30%, 40% for commercial projects, and that requires to have uh, a certain percentage of domestic content. Um, We also have uh, overseas factories, so if for some reason it's determined that uh, you don't need the domestic content requirements, we can make the same exact bomb in one of our overseas factories uh, for a uh, more cost-effective price. And... um, We do everywhere from residential mods, so we have a 400-watt module, and uh, currently right now we go up to 585, but we're going to be producing uh, U.S. cells uh, sometime in late 2025, 26, and then we'll we'll have probably 90-plus percent uh, domestic content in our our modules. So uh, big plans ahead for us, and uh, we've been around for 14 years now, and our our warranty for the commercial mods uh, on the workmanship is 15 years so we are almost we're one year away from saying that uh, we've been around as long as our workmanship warranty and our production warranties on commercial 25 years those can be extended uh, and then our residential modules we do have a 25 25 warranty on uh, workmanship and performance and uh, we do have a 5400 front side and backside rating which is important for for here in Florida for the high wind loads that we uh, sustain that's extremely important here in Florida because
0: we do have some high winds <laughs> and you know obviously through through time We've experimented with different products, and uh, you know you have to have something that's robust. And I'm I'm seeing a lot of stuff that's going on the roofs right now, particularly the way they're mounted that I don't really feel comfortable with. You know, you've got to have something that's going to withstand it.
1: Um, like the direct to deck attachments? Well yeah. I mean it's like
0: okay, what where did that where did that module go? No, we don't wanna we don't wanna be looking for it, we wanna know it's there. Right. But you know what? Solar power has got a, a great history when it comes to protecting the roofs and hurricanes. Talk about that a little.
1: It has, yeah, yes. Uh, we were a, went back when I was at UMA. We were a state licensed engineering firm. We had uh, two P's on staff, Jeff and John, and I used to have extensive discussions with them about that. And uh, uh, John and Jeff both agreed that if you run your rail perpendicular to the trusses, that you actually interlock the trusses uh, and the and the plywood, and that it actually makes that portion of the roof stronger. And uh, just so happens on my house that that's typically where a hurricane room is. So I actually feel pretty comfortable when I'm under there knowing that that's the strongest part of the roof. Um, yeah, and uh, the, the shingles underneath, you know, look in great shape compared to the north side of my roof. I, I am going to have to get a roof here in a couple years. Um, but, yes, it uh, – it, it oh, and one other benefit is uh, that portion of the roof, our south roof, where our bedroom is and our hurricane room, uh, used to get very hot. And once I put the solar on, it actually cooled it off. I I don't know a way that I personally can model that, but I can tell you from real-world experience that that was definitely a couple degrees cooler over there, and uh, we didn't have to use as much of our heat pump cooling uh, like we used to once we put the solar on.
0: Okay, let me see if I can calculate all this. You don't have an electric bill. (laughs) You don't have a fuel bill.
1: Well, I do now, thanks to Duke Energy. It's uh, thirty dollars a month. Okay, yeah, thank they, you, Duke.
0: Yeah, that's a form of punishment, right? But uh, <laughs> you don't have an electric bill. You don't have a fuel bill. You've got a hurricane room. You've protected your your roof. You got a lower electric bill. I'm thinking that Lauren's like a model guy here. He's got it going together. One of the things I've always uh, admired about you, Lauren, is, and you you mentioned it during this interview, is you're not afraid to admit when you don't know things and you're always looking for ways to improve and that's always impressed me about you congratulations thanks bill that's a that means a
1: lot actually coming from uh you're one of my mentors too coming from a guy like yourself i appreciate it thank you
0: well it's true like the comment you made you know i didn't quite know what i needed to about the commercial realm so i dive in there but i mean you've got such a wealth of knowledge is you're really going to be a uh, you know a source
1: of sunlight to helene (laughs) My only problem is I hate politics, Bill, and everybody tells me I should get involved, and I, I just don't want to get involved in the dirtiest business. No, no you don't. You don't want to do that because <laughs> I'm in the cleanest business. No, that's right, that's right. Well, it, it's I, I said this
0: a hundred times. i to say it maybe a hundred thousand more. But if if the utilities considered uh, industry and customers as partners instead of competitors, we'd all be a lot better because there's enough growth for everyone in this industry, but we can't be pecking at each other, you know, trying to find ways to make a little bit more money. It's right. not about making money. It's about the quality of life that we can all provide for each other, right? We just have to get on there. It, is, it isn't about, you know, what the stockholders feel today, what the rate is. It's just like we're all, we're all in this little spending ball together, and we're all looking up at that sun to provide some – some energy for us in the last few days man we've had some rain it's been cold it was some, it was great to see the sun again
1: it is yes and uh i was joking with my canadian friends um in our our uh employees over in minnesota and i said i don't know what i'm going to do because i'm shivering here at 45 degrees i don't know how i'm going to handle minnesota like negative 20
0: <laughs> <laughs> every time i think about us minnesota i think of, uh, the, the guy says he, <laughs> he says hey rudy i think i've lost he goes. How do you know you're lost? Me? He says, "I was lost before. and It looked just like this. <laughs> remember the Uppers? Yes. Oh my God! Did you ever see that Bowie Fargo? Oh, oh yeah, a long God. time ago. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the wood chipper. I remember that scene. <laughs> so not not in the winter, but come summer, I'm going to come up and visit you at the at the factory up in Minnesota. Yes, please. You're welcome anytime, Bill. Of course. Uh, but uh, we appreciate what you've done for the industry, what you continue to do, Lawrence. It's very important that we have uh, bright, educated guys like yourself leading the way. So, thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bill, for teaching me a lot along the way. I appreciate oh, what gosh, you've done no, as well. Well, you're very kind. Thank you. Well, folks, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to stop this interview now to uh, go out and see Lauren's EV and make sure he's not going to pay any gas money for it, which he's not. <laughs> Maybe you'll give me a ride. I don't know. Folks are going to sign off for today. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Oh, by the way. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. Talk to you next week.
1: SolarFit Renewable Energy Radio Show paid for by SolarFit.